Guys, you don't need to choose between price and quality to get an amazing and affordable shave. DollarShaveClub.com is the answer. To prove how amazing their shave really is, right now they are going to give you the first month free to join the club. DollarShaveClub.com delivers amazing razors right to Tim's door. That's right. Tim Gettys uses them. Are you saying you're better than Tim Gettys? I don't believe it. Don't make me curse at you. I don't want to. You! can get those razors for a third of the price of what the greedy razor corporations want. See why over 3 million members like Tim Gettys love Dollar Shave Club. They're so confident in the quality of all of their products. Now, you can get your first month of the club for free. Just pay shipping. After that, it's just a few bucks a month. No long-term commitment. No hidden fees. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. Don't you want to look like Tim Gettys? I sure do. Below the waist. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello. Now, you're breaking the internet like Kim K did. My girl, Kim K. Girl, what Kim is K. this shirt? It's just a shirt. It's not shirt Heather Gray. It's, it's not black. It's not, a, it's not yeah, one of every, ours. Every, once every store. six to seven months, I, I'm like, I want a little touch of color. Man. Just a little touch. Do it's me a favor and stand color. up. And then give me like put your put one leg on the chair because your whole you outfit's the, you very want good. The Captain Morgan? Are these chinos you're wearing? These are oh, they are not chino, not the chinos brand. Get but up. They are J Crew pants. Get the fuck. Up. I was about to say, They're is that called, a J Crew shirt? No. Look at look at this. It's just look, a shirt. Look at them. You got the blue shirt. Now you don't go away from the light. Come into the light. Come here. Come back. Back it up. Back it. No, that's not what we want, Nick. That's I can't see the outfit at all. I just see your hand. No, I don't see anything now. <laughs> you're going the wrong way. What we got these like white pants on. Got yeah. some gray pants. Sometimes I wear pants. Wow, look at you. No, you, you wear, pants, wear all pants all the time, and I like that. Ooh. I appreciate that. It's just, whoa. Okay. Oh, a little pelvic okay. thrust. No, uh, what's happening is uh, I'm going on vacation uh, in a couple weeks. My wife and I are going on a little adventure. Where are you and, going? Uh, we're going to go to London first for no, a couple not. days, and then we're going to go to Morocco. Ooh. Um, yeah, this is one That's of those. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's going to be not a relaxing vacation. It's going to be. You're going to have a great time. No, oh, I'm going to have a great time. I mean, we're doing like crazy stuff. I mean, in a bad way. I think it's an interesting. What, what does crazy stuff constitute? Uh, glamping. We're going to glamp. What is glamping? Glam camping. What is that? Glamorous camping. Well, you go out, you just, you pay and they drive you out to the middle of the desert and you, you sleep in a nice tent and you feel like you're camping, but There's you're no not There's no deserts really. in London. No, I mean, it won't be <laughs> in London per se, although we might camp in London. No. Um, yeah, we've got to, we're not going to camp in London. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not camping. Um, God, has that that laugh just grades on you? Is sometimes. it coming through? Is I it, hope is you it? wake up in a fucking fever dream in Morocco in the Moroccan <laughs> desert here in that laughing cackling in the distance. Sure, well, they have scorpions there, so we'll see what happens. Um, so stuff like that, we're going to do we're gonna probably ride a camel, I would imagine. Um, gonna rent go a camel. Out, ride a camel. Okay. And then we're going to technically go probably, probably ride rent it. it they are renting it, yeah, when they ride it. Um, the duck yeah, going movie. bazaars. Like, you need to see the things. We're going to Fez. We're going to. Um, uh, I forget the other two places we're going to Morocco. Well, that's awesome. I, I forgot. I forgot the London part. I, I saw on the thing you were going on vacation. Totally forgot that you were going to London. Yeah, originally. Um, yeah, we, we were going to only stay in London for one night, and I'm like, well, if we're going over there, might as well acclimate to the time zone, to sure. a degree, and then stay a couple of days. And 
I'm just going to run around and pretend like I'm Harry Potter. I'm going to try to get tickets to the Cursed Child, but I doubt it's going to be possible. You have to pay through the nose, probably. Probably. You'll have to pay at least 100 pounds a ticket. That's only, Boy, what, governor. $84 now? That's like a, probably 100 and. $30 or so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Over mm. here, the Pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Go Jets! It's back. Football's back. They're either 1-0 one or 0-1 one or oh one by Doesn't the time matter. you hear this. Or yeah. actually, if you're a Patreon, well, no, they play Thursday. So you, they'll, they'll either be 2-0, and 0-2, oh, oh and or 1-1. One and one. That's it. Those are the only three options they could possibly be. My guess, 1-1. One and one. Okay. Lost to the Bengals, beat the Bills. And that's the pure one, Tim Gettys. That's the most. This seems like a classic Tim shirt. I, don't this feel, is like, a I feel like I haven't seen shirt. this one in a while. It's been either. a while. It's been out of rotation. Been trying to bring it's the it back. Cowboy Tim shirt. The cowboy the Tim shirt. This is the shirt it's I was wearing the shirt. night that I met Gia. <gasps> Your girlfriend. What was that? Just why what, are you so that? afraid Stop. of the wide? Stop, Kevin. Kevin. Just leave it in the wide more. Kevin, I know you can hear me. <laughs> leave it in the wide. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can toss us a few bucks and get each and every episode early, along with a bunch of exclusive perks and other goodies. If you have no bucks to toss, no big deal, head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny, where we post the entire show, topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big MP3 and video for your viewing slash listening pleasure. You gonna drink my beer now? I'm smelling it. When are you getting back on the beer train? I've never been on the beer train. You uh, Coors Light over ice. That was there was a moment. There was a like a month of my life where I thought that was funny to do, and then I realized that beer is fucking disgusting, and that no one should drink it because it's poison that goes into your body and comes out of your anus. Parts is that why I've had, having so many wet poops lately? Yeah, you gotta stop wet pooping. <laughs> you got them wet poops. You got them wet poops. Tim, what's your topic? So my topic is this little game called Million Dollars Butt. You can find it over on roosterteeth.com/store. I assume. This was crowdfunded recently uh, to the tune of over a million dollars without a butt. But what's your butt, Greg? My butt is to be 1,000% clear. They're not paying us to play it. No. They didn't order us to play it. No, I want to Teeth this. is not infringing on your kind of funny content. We just enjoy it. And we are on Million Dollars Butt the Show coming we up We are, season. which will be live as the time you see this if you're not a Patreon user. As the time we're recording this right now, it is September 8th on a Thursday. And, uh, oh, wait, actually, holy shit, this episode's going up way later, right? Yeah, because we're, we're, we're doing the GameStop thing. In Check out uh, YouTube.com slash RoosterTeeth or RoosterTeeth.com. The latest episode of Million Dollars But features me and Greg and one Jeff Ramsey doing the actual show. So this is a card game based off the show where in the show you say it's a mil- you get a million dollars but and you give some weird scenario and people talk it out and mm-hmm. then there's dramatic reenactments of it and it's really funny I think it's one of the best shows Rooster Teeth does one of the best shows on the internet period it, I'm happy we got to be a part of it when we, when our we, episode's fucking fantastic when we joined up with Let's Play they said oh well, we'd love to get you in Rooster Teeth content what do you want to be on and I said I need to be on a million dollars but because it is my favorite Rooster Teeth show and That's I great. said always open that That's wasn't a thing that didn't exist then I just want to be surrounded by those women and hang out with them and their cool set I'm a, little, I'm a little, have you seen it? You've seen it. You've showed me. I mean, I've obviously. seen a bit of it. It's really cool. I'm jealous. I love the awesome intro set. of that show is. It's a dope intro. It reminds point. me of third? the On 90s. Point. It's yeah, amazing. It's a good it's time. All 90s. Anyway, Million Dollars Butt is fantastic. So this is a card game. They put it out. They kickstarted it. It did super well. People really loved it. Their goal was $10,000. They ended up getting over a million. So that's really cool. I have not been to a convention since this has been out mm-hmm. that I haven't seen so many people just sure. playing at every Starbucks, every everything. Like this is the new Cards Against Humanity. I was gonna say to boil it down, it's like Cards Against yeah. Humanity, right? So Explain I the play. rules. Okay, I wanted to play with you. Explain guys. Explain the rules to us. I've never actually played the card game, so 
We'll see how this I goes. That's when we did at some point. It was no. just me by myself. It might have just been you. I just sat in my room with Portillo dealing cards. So now, if only we had looking assholes. a camera that was hung above the desk so we could actually see this card game. It's going to be a great old time. Setup. Each player <laughs> takes four black trigger cards and four gold rule, rule cards. Okay? okay. Sure. All right. Together, these make scenarios. Now pick a judge. The person carrying whatever. They're, they're, they're trying to make jokes and they're not funny. Come on. Try harder, guys. One, players hand a full scenario, which is a trigger plus rule, face down to the judge. Two, one at a time, the judge reads the scenarios out loud. Three, players attempt to glorify or downplay the scenarios. Four, the judge picks the scenario they absolutely would not do. They wouldn't do. Yeah. Feels like apples to apples, like in some sort of way. Feels like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever even pulled oh, it. It's game. all right. the same thing. But, the, but there is a difference here where this does require at least some form of skill because so wait, apples to apple cards against me is a copy of apples to apples too mm-hmm. isn't that the super adult version or whatever yeah that's the whole point i see yeah yeah yeah. i think i have played that no one has original ideas anymore it's okay no i know it's all all this is of course a copy off of poker true uh the I judge picks the scenario they absolutely would not do and this is the winner the winner of the round becomes the new judge players then draw back up to four of each card type okay so, so we take four we always have four in our hand of each card type. Yes. Gotcha. Easy. Yes. Done. Let's do it. Winner Let is the lose. first player to win five rounds. All right. Okay. Okay. I say that we get Kevin involved in this shit too. Because who's gonna who's gonna r- switch to the wrong camera? In then the you know what? You're what right. the fuck? What is going? I'm getting so small. Oompa, <laughs> is this? Doompa, is this doompa, de- de- I'm a Gustis <laughs> Gloop. <laughs> I don't know. All right, fine. We'll, we'll do it without him. I was just gonna say he could be the judge, but I guess if we switch judges, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Do you want to play? Doing this. Do you want to run back and forth with cards all night long? No. All right, cool. We're just gonna <laughs> do the four of us. I guess technically, if you wanted to shrink us and then just leave it like that, that would work. Doompa, de- de- <laughs> What do you do when, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Kevin wants it's not, to it's play? It's all to use you because go. you Thank shrunk you. us like Mike TV got shrunk and then and then sent over the waves. He's like, yeah, I'm so small. That's that's that was the joke, Kevin. I don't know what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> Your own weird psychosis. All right. <laughs> no. So when we lay the cards down, gentlemen, I believe the focal plane is the actual table. Okay. So we flip them here. Judge flips them here. So you can here. flip them there, yeah. I'll if flip you, every if time. you put them up here, the though, judges. there's too much depth to fill in that camera. Oh, wait. So we need, a, we need a judge then. So who wants to be yeah. the judge of the first round? I'll, I'll judge first round. Okay, cool. You can't judge. Oh, bye. Right. Actually, I guess you could. But we'll let Kevin judge round one. Kevin could judge all the rounds. That's no, fine. I don't like that because the whole point is like he could just keep, he'll keep, he'll, he'll keep picking you know? things that you, you'll know what makes him laugh and that's how it'll work. All right, fine. That's why the judge has to switch. But for round one, Kevin is a judge. You guys, I hate you so all equally. Uh, so right now. You're, you're trying to find the one that you think that the judge, who is now Greg. No, no, the judge for number one is going to be Kevin. One's Kevin. Okay, judge so one of Kevin, each card. Right. Kevin would like least. Okay. Like least. least. The one that he would not choose. Okay. Yeah, the one he thinks we're picking. He would the, not do it. What for is the worst dollars. scenario for Kevin Coella? There's sadly I don't have a million dollars, but you have to shower. Can you guys stop telling people I stink? Because they always they always give me hugs and they're like, "Oh, you smell really good." And it's like those fucking liars. It's because they're giving you hugs at the beginning of the day. Nope, that's if not even true. A little bit. So why do that's not like, even true. A little bit. Yeah, put them face down. They, they would go. smell an old shoe. Look at you. You're so I'm gonna switch. I'm rotating everything around. 
Hmm. Oh wait, Kevin Air. doesn't know who's oh, doing what. This. You're trying to give. You're Kevin really quite line. quick at it, so it's not. Well, you know, I mean, look totally at Kevin. Look you're, at Kevin. You're I'm an just, expert. All I'm trying to do is dupe Kevin. It's very simple. My God, it worked. All right, you ready? Kevin, you're the Yo. judge. What's up? I'm gonna flip them for you. Ready? So, Kevin, a million dollars, but put you up top. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. I'll come on here. Top, right? Where there we go. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Where's Kevin? Oh, Kevin, where do you want it? Kevin, where do you want it? A million dollars, but Kevin, mm-hmm. you become the number one suspect in a murder case. Okay. A million. I'm oh, sorry. A million dollars, but a million, there's more to it. A million dollars, but a random kid claims you are their parent and violently cries when you try to deny it. Anytime you see a child, <laughs> so you see a kid. And I'm assuming that kid then <laughs> claims you are their, a random kid claims you are their parent and violently cries whenever you try to deny it. That's pretty good. A million dollars, but there's a 10% chance the water in your next shower will be diarrhea instead. Oh my God. When someone corrects you. Uh oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, 10% chance. You get corrected all the time. Ooh. A million dollars, but everyone on earth gets superpowers except you. Now, okay, before you answer, sounds like marble. We're we supposed, to, to, argue we're about supposed to discuss these. I mean, from honestly, knowing Kevin, I would say the one he won't pick is a million dollars, but everyone on earth gets superpowers except you because he hate, he has the biggest fear of left, being left out. Yeah, he yeah. has FOMO like crazy. Fuck for you this, guys. I feel like this is actually is probably just happening right now, if I'm being honest. Don't push it out of the frame. I, I apologize. So this one, I feel like. A million dollars, but you become the number one suspect a, in a murder case. case. Now, it's 100% again, possible that there's a couple girls from the mall. That this one might be um, to be to before we jump around for the murder well. suspect case thing here. Remember, of course, Kevin is a minority, mm-hmm. so the justice system is already stacked against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is pretty bad. Kevin, you don't want to be there. That might that's pretty bad already. He might as well be OJ Simpson. Might as well. The ran, the kid crying. I mean, whatever. The joke had a, so many ra- so many things wrong. <laughs> a random. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, he got off. <laughs> a random kid claims you are their parent and violently cries when you try to deny it. Again, that might be happening on any given day with Kevin. Not with Kevin. No. Kevin no has, one's ever claimed that he had any illegitimate children. Yet. Yeah, I pull out every time. Yeah. The thing is, that he's young, <laughs> so he probably didn't have to start having sex about five, six years ago. At this point, the kids have just learned language, mm-hmm. and now they're going to start looking for him, actively searching for him on the internet. And then again, when someone corrects you, there's a 10% chance the water in your shower will be diarrhea. And we all correct the shit out of Kevin. Ooh. Yeah, but Kevin's usually right when I correct him, so I don't think doesn't, that that doesn't matter. It didn't say right or wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's how but correcting I, works, though. I don't know. I mean, you get corrected a lot, Shut but that's only a ten percent chance. But the ten percent chance of diarrhea. Also, also, here's the thing, guys. I turn the water on yeah, and I stand out there for a minute, and I think if it was diarrhea, I'd be like, nope, not going in there. Yeah, that's the easy. That, that's an easy <laughs> one for me to avoid. You're like, nope, nope, not gonna do that. Well, you can also there's a, there's a hot smell factor too that you would do you appreciate, and they're like. That does not smell like water. Yeah. I mean, like I feel ass. like it'd be pretty clear if it was diarrhea or yeah. water coming through, but then that's still no, filling cl- your shower Tim, with diarrhea. It wouldn't be clear. Diarrhea is not clear. But it's brownish yellow. Yeah, you okay. Did there? But you'd still need to clean the diarrhea wah, from wah, the shower. <laughs> Kevin, pick one. What's no, the one? Gotta, what's the worst? What, what wouldn't you do for a million dollars? Which one of these would I not do for a yeah. million dollars? What's the one? There's I mean, no, let's go. Let's go through all of them. Which ones would you do? Which all right, Kevin. Would you, you become the number one suspect in? The murder? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, okay, I'm a suspect. Yeah, a million dollars. You can get out of that. Yeah, you exactly. get a million dollars. You spend two hundred thousand dollars. Tell that to Richard Jewell. I don't know. Who tell that, that is. to OJ Simpson. Remember Richard Jewell? Olympics. Tell that to your uncle 
Richard Jewell. I do the bomb. The Olympics, bomber. Yeah. He was. He's the guy who found the bomb. Bomber. He found the bomb and he was like, "Oh, egg bomb everybody!" And like, "You're an actual Jesus, hero." I had like, to like, "Wait a second, no, you did the bomb." Wait. And he's like, "No, I didn't." Richard Jewell. I had to go in deep into my database. I was like, "Richard Jewell." I never Richard for, I, Jewell. I never forget a fat man. Kevin, would you do a million dollars? But a random kid claims you are their parent and violently cries when you try to deny it. Anytime you see a child. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Jesus. Really? That's a bad one. I don't deal with that many kids. Million I mean, just dollars. think about how many kids you see. We're at see. ceremony. We're getting smoothies. These children. There's so many children. They're all screaming that you are their father. That's fucking funny. Are you kidding? Kevin wouldn't care. He wouldn't That's a Snapchat video, video every time. Like, one of you kids. That's a good point. That's a Snapchat video. Dude, for the gram. Gram. Look at him. Look at him crying. Fucking. A million dollars, but there's a 10% chance the water in your next shower will be diarrhea instead when someone corrects you. Again, I turn on the water. And I look. I do that now. A million dollars, but everyone <laughs> on Earth gets sure superpowers except you. Yeah, fuck that shit. All right. That's the one. Who Come said on. this one? Damn. That's Nick a good Nick one. Scarpino. Got you outsmarted me. The, di the diarrhea one was mine. You outsmarted me. Absolutely. One point to Scarpino. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you that. Keep him aside there. So I okay. can Now, I don't like the way you're reading them. Is this point. the way they read them on the show? Well, no, no the show, show is just you pitching your thing to it. I'm reading them like Cards Against Humanity. There's a dot, dot, dot. I'm filling. Am I doing it right? Dot dot dot. So I'm filling in what the yellow card yep. is, and then reading the. I rest. don't like it. Because cards against humanity is usually just that blank. Well, because line. They, they make perfect sense if you read them in sequential order. Like, you get a million dollars, but anytime you see a child. Oh, okay. I see. I'll read them that way the next time. That makes sense. You're right. It's bothering me. A million dollars, but when someone corrects you. Okay, cool. I was doing. I'm trained for the cards against humanity way, where there's a blank line. I don't line, know what the right answer it. is. I'm sure oh, it's I, in the I'm no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Instructions. Whoa. You're right. It reads fine. Jesus. So, so deal me. We need. We need for Nick. Nick. Greg, thank you. Come on, Nick. Jesus, God. use your fucking hands. What's wrong with your hands? What's wrong with yours? Big dillweed hands. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Dillweed hands. <laughs> All right. So oh, now, my dillweed hands. you wait. Who, no, Nick, that? you're the judge now, so you're not playing anything. Oh, okay. we're making scenarios for Nick now. Okay. Nick, fill time while we look. But then, so is Kev just not playing? This time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can pick one for Nick. Come over here quickly and do do these. I mean, Kevin can do. No, oh, this is gonna be true. a long topic already. We don't. Well, need then Kevin. we should have Kevin always judge. Oh my god, we can have Kevin judge. Oh my god. Oh, still on. Whoops. When the marching band. Ding. Ding ding, but ding 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 ding, ding 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 ding. There we go. Oh boy, I'll tell you, this game is fun, perplexing. All right, you're the judge now, so you get to flip them. All right. No, 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 no. Great, you should still flip them because the camera's above you. Okay. Okay. Did the camera move? I don't remember putting a motorized mechanism on the camera. All right. So Nick, you're judging. You ready? Go for it. Ready. A million dollars, but yes. when you walk up a staircase, you have to tell a mother that her baby is ugly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I would do that for free. A million dollars, but when you climax, yeah. you must try to convince someone that you were in the Twin Towers on 9-11. Oh, wow. That's a, rough, oh, no. that's a rough one. That's a hard one. A million dollars, but when you lose a sock, you must roam the streets doling out vigilante justice. Oh, that's fun. That would just be a good stress relief. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the middle one here. The 9-11 one. Yeah, that's a million dollars. But that's the when you climax, yeah. you must try to convince someone. Because it only them. happens arguably once a week, but that would still be 52 times a year that I have to tell someone I'm in the... It, 
Oh, oh, I, I mean, forgot. It happens. I'm sorry. It's not sex. Yeah, that'd be twice a day. There you go. At least there two you, times a day. I have to do that. That would just be putting him out. I would get nothing done. Sure. Nothing done. I would be spending at least. You need to find people to convince. Yeah, that would be the worst. I would, but it, it would be, I would just default to Colin over and over again. He'd be like, Nick, for love of God, I know you weren't there. You yeah, I've been lived lost in New York. You've been time. to the Twin Towers. <laughs> so one day he's almost got it. That's yeah. me. So I get the point. You get the point. But yeah, the mother, the mother and the baby thing, big deal. I don't care. Yeah. I don't pass that many mothers in the hallway. You just call Eric Hart every time. You like, put on, put on your wife. Yeah, she got a baby, right? Yeah, you got one of them ugly now. babies. All my friends have babies now. And then told you, you would you'd go do the vigilante justice on your. Own. I would do that just because it's a good stretch. That was my. I just thought that was funny. That's no, good. it is funny. That's really yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. I like it a lot. All right. Oh, well, <coughs> now I am judge. Now you are the need, judge. Now you need. are the judge. Now. I got to pass Nikki Nick one. Wasn't I? The oh, no, worst? I, I, I mean, I have to rebuild my deck no matter what. So just did to stay relevant here. Wait, am I? I thought you were only supposed to carry five at a time. Four. I already have. You did it last round. Oh right. That's confusing. That could have just been. Still, I don't need any more I don't cards. Know what this extra card Stop is. handing me cards. Yeah, I don't know. What. All right, I'm now the judge. So play as you see fit. Okay. I'm gonna shut my eyes. So I'm gonna see what you it. put where. You mix them up? Yep. Good. Okay. All right. A million dollars, but whenever someone greets you, the Nazis burn down your house. God. A million dollars, but every time you see someone naked, the building you're in catches on fire. <laughs> that would suck. There's a trend here. A million dollars, but when you hear a dog bark, uh -oh. Flying monkeys appear and beat the shit out of you. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> wow. We got ourselves a Sophie's a Choice up yeah. here. That None of these are good. Bad. You guys stepped it up a little bit. I mean, you bit. got Portillo. That's the that problem. He barks all the time. But then it's like, try to imagine. You're seeing someone naked. You're trying to get it on, and there's a fire. That's not going to bode well. Well, I mean, all right. The middle ones, you, no one's ever going to see you naked. So the million one, the middle one, you can probably just discard with, with time, no danger. Every time I see someone naked, I'm peeping Tom on all over the place. You just cover your eyes. See, I immediately, you know I immediately thought that you were gonna have it, like, I immediately jumped to a romantic moment. So you're just gonna see someone naked. See it all the time, every day. Mm. It's weird. We do live in San Francisco. There are a lot of naked old. That's true. I guess you can't avoid that. Mirrors. But in that's that, a tough if one. I'm seeing them outside, I'm not in a building. That's that's the way around it, right? Mm -hmm. The building I'm in catches on fire. If it's sexy times, I just go, go have outside. sex in places I don't like. I don't. I don't think that that's gonna, you know, be an easy conversation to have. Be like, hey, honey. The first time I burned down someone else's house, it's a pretty easy conversation. Let's, let's go. To hey, we've subway. fallen in love, and this is the rest of our lives, and let's go burn down a subway. I do yeah. like where I like where you think. Yeah. I like where you think. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. But God. then the first one, I mean, the, I Nazis, the Nazis are specific. I hate Illinois Nazis. But how often does someone greet you? Well, multiple times here. Every I mean, people time, would figure it out. People would figure every out every time here, he goes to a meet and greet. Oh fuck. Fuck, and that's your yeah, thing. Yeah, that is that's your thing. Oh, you can never shit. go to another meet and greet because your house would be. Although, yeah, no, that would suck. You should constantly be rebuilding your house and constantly. And I mean, think about go, people on the streets. Down. Hello. Yeah. That would How suck. you doing, Joe? And our neighborhood happens all the time. I walk gotcha. into Easy Money. You're telling me Sam's not gonna say hi to me? Yeah. Fuck. You're right. You're right. But my dog barks all the time. I know that's you could, a but, lot. but you could. <laughs> they beat the theoretically. Shit out of you. you could theoretically crush his little voice box. If you wanted Jesus. to, or get him one of those little collars that, like, when he barks, that's okay. You know what I mean, you've you've turned me around on it. Like, that's it, right. Not the crushing the voice box. 
But you're right. I or could, you can have it. You I can have it taken out. Yeah, you can, they can cut his vocal cords. It's best. any That's dog. Horrible. Yeah, but fuck. how often do you hear? Fuck! Uh, I mean, you hear dogs all the time. Yeah. I don't think it, besides no. your guys' house, can't do it. There's not really dogs barking around me. In the streets, you hear them. All the I don't time. hear like in the streets. You don't, don't live in the streets like I do. But they're also monkeys. Like, how much damage could? But they're flying monkeys. Did you ever listen to that nine one one call? That one monkey eating the girl's face. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, I, uh, they're not killing me. They're just beating me real bad. Yeah, they're just beating the shit out of you. I come back around. I got it. I, this is the one I wouldn't do. I feel like you would let your house get burned down by Nazis. Every well, no, because anyone I, said hello. I'm to gonna you. get. Out. I'm not gonna see people. I'm not going to see people. Is gonna be the thing. I will be walking around in some kind of Pope mobile that keeps people from greeting me. So you me. think that I will have a security detail that, that surrounds it's me? It's less likely that people are gonna say hello to you. On a daily basis than you hearing a dog bark. Yeah. Because again, it's not, I mean, like you guys are my friends. You wouldn't do it. You don't want Nazis involved in your life. Trust me. All right. I've watched Orange is the New Black. Mm. You don't want them involved yeah, in your life. Hardcore. And so then it just becomes of how do I spend the million dollars? And this is where the show comes in, where you, they do all the little shenanigans. Mm-hmm. If I would have a security detail with a circle around me, explaining what's happening, like keeping people away from me, like the president. How many times does Barack Obama get greeted every day? Not that many. There's a lot of steps to get to Barack Obama. All I'm going to use that thing. Every time he walks anywhere. He's the like president of the United States. But I have a million dollars now that I can invest in Chick-fil-A's, in Chick-fil-A's and make the money work for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, stick- I'm taking the dog one. Got it. Damn it. You know my greatest fears. Portilla. I know. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the worst thing of my life just happened. Pepsi liked my tweet. Well, uh, here it comes. About no taxation might be the first person in recorded history to ask, can I get a Pepsi? They're stoked about that. <laughs> of course they like to tweet. No one's tweeting about Pepsi. That's probably the first tweet that's come through <laughs> the Pepsi Twitter account. I wonder, how, 55 I wonder how many people buy Coke compared to Pepsi. I mean, probably. A st- I, I bet most people just don't give a shit. Is, I bet people just buy whichever one's oh, cheaper. And in this case, oh, wait, so Pepsi. we have an extra one. I need one. Yeah, I need a black card as well, please. Wait, so these are oh, extra. He's the judge. No, but I still need to recoup. He still needs to recoup. I need a black card. Here you go. Thank you. These are extra, Tim, if you want to reuse them later. Because you gave us two. Oh, okay. Pow! <laughs> All right, I'll shut my ass. Do, 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 do. I'm, pray- I'm praying as well. So should we, should we just play the two, or are we still trying to go to five? Doesn't matter. Whatever okay. you want. Oh, wait, you're not done. I feel like, how long have we been going, Kev? 26 minutes. Two. Two? All right. First to two. Okay. Thanks, okay. Kev. You can open your eyes, Colin Moriarty, okay. and I'm going to start you off on the flip side here, all right? A million dollars, but whenever you're hungry, uh-oh, you forget who you are for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> like 50 first dates. A million dollars, but... Every time you hear the national anthem, oh no, you, you become a totally out of control, compulsive gambler. <laughs> That's avoidable. A million dollars, but you have to become a sex therapist for your parents. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I mean, the gambler one—I don't think. Can, no, you're th- fine. Th- that's that's fine. Also, your parents. It's, it's between my parents have been divorced for a long time, but that means so I have to be a sex therapist for their individual. That's true, mm. but at the same time, yeah, you know, so that's that rough. That but I feel like this one is just untenable. Like this that, isn't. Yeah, that's. I have to pick this one simply as that as not happening simply because you, that's impossible. You would die. Yeah, yeah. You would never know who you were. No, no. So this is the one I choose yeah. not to do. Yeah. Two one. points to Nick, and we're done. And we're done. <laughs> well, Kevin's in the fucking shit. Should we play one more round? One more round for fun. 
Alright. Is Kevin pooping again? I have enough. I don't know what's going on. Is everybody does are you do you have the diarrhea poops? No, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm just eating too much, truth be told. I already have enough. <laughs> no one's do listening. You one, do you want another one? Just take another one. So now this is we're playing for you. You're playing. You're picking second place, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm not playing. <sighs> second, first, same as the first. Yahtzee. <laughs> I'm gonna close, I'll close my eyes. Okay. I like this one. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Mix them up. Mix I'm mixing them up. Mix them up. Mix them up. Alright, here we go. Ready? Yep. Go for it. Million dollars. But whenever you misspell something, oh Jesus. Oh Jesus God. <laughs> this is it. I have to <laughs> your, take this one. Your upper lip smells like hot trash. Oh. Well, that's not too I mean, that's not too far from normal normalcy. Million dollars but <laughs> Every time you brush your teeth, mm. your mouth disappears for a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Million dollars, but every time you see a red car, you have to smell a stranger's ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one. That is, is a tough. Yeah, one. this is a Sophie's that choice. Is a tough one. The toothbrush you can get around. You mouthwash. You use your mouthwash. Sure. And then when it gets to the point you have to brush, you just make you sure just you've, you've eaten a bunch that day. Yeah, it's fine. And you got nothing to do. You're just going to play easy. video games, watch movies. Um, hot trash or smell? Uh, the hot trash is like, it's going to be bad, but like, I don't think you get see, to, do you like, get to explain to the stranger what you're, what's about see, to happen? Yeah, that's the thing. For me, the hot trash, I think that would actually inevitably help me in life because I'm mm. such a poor speller. But that's right not going to help you. I'm such a poor speller that it would force mm. me to be a better speller. Nothing can fix that. If every single time I misspelled something mm. or there was a, a grammar error, an error in grammar, I would just adding different smell things. Smell like hot. I mean, I would I would use that. I would probably use this as a teaching tool. This I could get around. Smelling that's a hard thing too. Because smelling a stranger's ass, I'd love asses. I love asses. You love a good asshole. You're always telling me. I do love a good asshole. I'm gonna pick. I mean, how many times do I see a red car every day? Probably once a day. Maybe twice. A more day. than that, right? You so, drive. Yeah, more. I guess I drive everywhere. I'd have to pick this one. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, that was Big Greg Miller. That Big Greg Miller. I didn't have any yeah. good yellow cards because I had to misspell, and I was like, "Oh, that's Nick for oh, sure." Wow. You want to have one off? You want to just do a one on one? Yeah. Let judge by committee. Yeah, there's three of them. They'll pick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you guys all right, vote. Cool. All right, oh, cool. I like this. I like this. This is fun. all right. So, here, do you want to fresh new batch yeah, of cards? Yeah. Give me everything. We're, we're starting from scratch. Oh, okay. I had some really good ones. Well, you fuck now. Well, I'm an asshole. Whoa. Bye, call. Here you go. I'm done. Good show, everybody. <laughs> All better. This is All killing right, so this your, is your OCD, isn't I know, it? I can't. You can't do it. There you go. Here we go. Some All of right. them are upside down, too. Tim, talk a little bit. Terrible. I'm very excited about this. I want to see what y'all motherfuckers come up with. I expect nothing but greatness. I'm now awaiting it. <laughs> I like this game. There's different ways to wait, to play, too. So we were playing by the Million Dollars Butt basic setups, but there's also... House rules, one's called cash admits to insanity, and one's you bet your ass. Like they have different variations and stuff, so you don't need to go as long, or you can play a bit more rapid fire. And you, you don't can have play to grade with, uh, smaller it. It's groups. an A. One of yours quote. Hmm. Colin knows what I'm talking about. Colin, you remember the one of yours? Ah. Yeah, Kevin Arnold. How, how you feeling, Nick? Uh, hold on. Got some gems in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Mixing them up. 
All right. Don't look, Tim. You're, the, you're one of the judges. You were oh, looking right wait, at him. Yeah, I'm the judge. All right, you guys got to vote now. You ready? Kevin, you ready? Yeah, yep. it's you three. You got to vote. Yeah, totally money. A million dollars, but whenever you use the word yes, mm. you ejaculate cheese doodle dust. Ah, oh. but does it feel good? It yeah, it's you're ejaculating. ejaculation. So yes. you what if, I, maybe on the way out. Yeah, it would be rough. It would be like scratchy. <laughs> if you're Ooh. a scratchy, dusty. It's, oh. we'll, we'll say it's know. a fine That's powder. Because cheese doodle, not that bad. You can also taste it. <laughs> Look it up How is it fingers. not that bad? Am I thinking? I'm thinking like Cheetos, right? That like Cheetos, Cheetos dust? yeah, that Cheeto dust. It's a mm. fine powder. It's like it's like sand. Think yeah, of all the sand you've like had sand, in your urethra. Yeah. You, you don't like that. Well, it's not like hot Cheetos. Oof. Maybe it is. That. Maybe it's it's various. Yeah, it you say, think about all the sand you had in your urethra. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Greg. I put I packed <laughs> that in there. I know how you guys fresh. like that Star Wars movie. Right, you're out the there. One? You're out there humping that thing like that fucking thing chasing the Millennium Raider. It gets everywhere. A million dollars, but whenever you watch a video, you get pregnant. Oh, no. oh what? shit! No, junior, straight up junior scenario is what we got going on here. That, no. To me, that's a straight up no on that one. I would not do that. You're saying but it's no not physically possible for you to get pregnant. You're a man. But yeah. it happened on a Schwarzenegger in junior. That that's not. It doesn't say unless a you're a man, unless you're a woman. That's true. It's saying you get pregnant. Period. It's true. He it has to true. have a C-section every time. Not down. That's. I mean, the ejaculation. I'm kind of enticed by. Pregnant? The pregnancy, you could just keep a standing order of morning after pill and just keep taking that. I don't think that's how. That's they healthy. just could deliver it to you in bulk from it's Amazon. Probably not. Also, that mm. doesn't work for men. Neither does pregnancy, but Kevin, we're, we're in this world. <laughs> Thank you for that insight, though. <laughs> Neither does pregnancy. Uh, I will go. I would rather not do the pregnant one, assuming oh. that a man could get pregnant. I wouldn't want to do that one. Okay, so you're voting this. Yep. Tim? Pregnant. Yeah. Kevin? Yeah, I don't want that pregnant. Greg Miller's the winner. Greg Miller's a million dollars. Miller's you've made the monster. He's won. You've made another monster out of him yet again. Can I have your cards? Yeah. Nick? I haven't won anything in quite some time, so it feels good to be back on track. You're back mm -hmm. on track. You know, it's more awards. Nick. Yes. What's your topic? My topic comes from Patreon. Back on episode 107, the Back to the Future documentary was discussed. Who submitted this? This was submitted by... Christopher Ball. Thank you, Christopher Ball, for supporting us over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Get your topic right on the show. Everyone said they would like to revisit this once everyone has watched it. I would like to revisit the topic as I am watching the documentary right now. What is everyone's thoughts on this classic? Uh, now, this was, I think it was called Back in Time was the name of the documentary. The one on Netflix. I yeah, talked about it Netflix. and you went and watched it. You talked about it. We went and watched it. Nobody uh, else watched it. I didn't do the required reading on this. This, is, no, a, me this is a topic from a while ago. So, because um, I, I don't know what we're on now, but 107. We're past 107, ago. right, Kevin? 145. Um, 46. I... I want to get to your impressions of it too. Well, actually, we're what, opening what, what, this up to Back to the Future. Yeah, because I didn't we're think talk the, about the movie Back to the Future. Don't worry. You're, 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 I didn't think that documentary was that great. No, that's the thing either. I didn't hate it, but it no. was very much one of those documentaries of like, hey, here's what it's like to be a Back to the Future fan. Right, and like was, I read the DeLorean and all this stuff. And it's like, all right, cool. And like, I wanted more. Like uh, on the Back to the Future Blu-rays, there's a great behind the scenes documentary with mm -hmm. all the Eric Stoltz footage and all this different stuff. Like that's what I want. That's yeah, the kind of back to the future. Really cool. But this is about fans. I can't knock it for that. I think it, it knew what it was about, but no. this wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, again, that was that was exactly my perception as well, which was it was similar to uh, uh, the Ghostbusters documentary that we watched. I think you're in. I mean Ghost Heads. Ghost yeah. Heads, yeah. Which was I went in expecting it to be a pretty like a documentary about Ghostbusters. Um, and it was more about the fans of Ghostbusters, which yeah. was, you know, it was it's still a good documentary, but it's just not what I wanted necessarily. Um but yeah, but I guess the broader question then is, let's just talk about Back to the Future for a little while. Absolutely. A it's perfect fantastic movie. Uh-huh. Period. Stem to stern. I was saying perfect for trilogy. 
That's crazy fucking bullshit talk that I can't don't, believe you I just came so. out of your goddamn because, mouth. Well, so here's the reason I say that is that like, you were a right. kid. No, but yes, I'm two and three obviously have their faults, but I think in terms of one being just great movie, right? I'm happy that two and three happened, and I think that they do tell a cool story and they continued it in a way that was very interesting. Three was radically different than two. Yeah. Two very similar to one, but in a cool way, and yeah. it added a, a whole bunch more. It was it the same thing, but more, and I thought that was awesome. Uh, I don't think all three movies are equal, but I think when you look at them as a whole, it's it's a really like cool bit of 80s movies. You know, like, I think that it kind of uh, set a standard for what trilogies are in that era. Okay. Question: yeah. Did you like Back to the Future the cartoon? Unaware of this. Was there a Back to the Future cartoon? Oh my god, was there a Back to the Future cartoon? Did he just keep going back and completely fucking up the time? No, it was that. Basically, Doc Clara and then the two kids were living in modern times with Marty there as their friend, neighbor, or whatever. And then Doc kept making weird inventions and they do this. There was one where he made him like, he made this like prototype thing that would make you a really good baseball player and Marty put it on and he got on a team and then it broke and he had to deal with that. Rookie of the Year syndrome, you know, happens to everyone. Love Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, great film too. Good movie too. But Back to the Future 1, great. And it's one of those, I think, underappreciated by me growing up. Because growing up, I have no frame of reference for what, you know, the 50s should be like. So I'm watching that movie and I'm like, I, well, I was so excited for Back to the Future 2 because the, the future is so much more exciting to me yeah. than the past was at the time. And so to get there and watch, but then, you know, grow up, rewatch it, learn the movie's fantastic. That that screenplay and movies, you know, taught in classes and stuff in terms of like being perfect in terms of how a movie should be and what it should actually achieve. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are only a couple things that stand out that you can even try to criticize the Back to the Future series on. Um, and they're not really even worth talking about, but I will talk about them right now. A. What is this relationship Marty has with, with this doc. old doctor? Yeah, you don't think about that often. You don't think about that often, but it starts with Marty being in the doctor's house in the morning. Yeah, he swings by. He wants to use the amplifier. Why not? Swings by. Just came by his house. I Knows where the key has is. Has a key. Looking for Einie. Einie's not there. Does he have a toothbrush at the doctor's house? No, this is somebody's popping off. They share. How the, uh, they learn this? I'm, Bob Gale has talked about this, and I think Zemeckis in other interviews yeah, too. Like I'm when just you teasing. when you lay it out, like yeah, why are they friends? What, <laughs> what are they where, doing? Why would this old man? At be what point did did this old man decide to befriend this numbskull high school kid? Yeah, who has no discernible talents for science whatsoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, "Hey, I'm going to make this time machine that I'm sure will work. Let's call Marty, the 16 year old idiot. He kid has a that video camera. He knows how to use video cameras. Yeah, I guess so. That was a big deal back then. It wasn't like it is now, where it's we get all true. video. Because my dad had a video camera. That was <laughs> hit me. Keep it punching me right. In the, <laughs> keep punching me right in the flu shot. I don't mind. <laughs> Glad you got that flu shot. You still have the bandaid in your pocket. Um, no, this is a different one. Do you want this one in my pocket too? How many shots did you get? Can I flick it? No. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Cut my nails today. Eat it. Oh, I, I hate when you. Have I to did do too. That. I did mine yesterday. We all, wait, all we're, three we're all synced up. Did you do your I did mine yesterday. I cut mine yesterday. Close enough. I cut mine this we're, morning. We're on the same cycle. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone always talks about how great Back to the Future is, and I will admit that it is probably one of the best movies ever made, if not one of the best trilogies ever completed. But there are some interesting plot holes in it. Namely, also, his dad sees an alien standing above his bed, <laughs> yeah. and the next day is totally okay with that. And he's like, I saw Lord Vader. Great. He Let's was into sci-fi. This. Wouldn't that freak you the hell out, though, especially in the <laughs> 1950s, not knowing what the internet is, not knowing what any of this stuff is, never having seen Star Wars? A little crazy shit is all I'm saying again. It did. It motivated him. It did, I guess. He was, he was into it. It'd be like if somebody came into my room dressed as a superhero. Right. And, I, and you know, it was like, do this. I'm like, oh, man, okay. 
Would you? No. No. But as a kid, you know. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, as a kid, looking at the trilogies, when I first saw the the movies, all three of them were already out. So mm. I watched them oh. pretty much back to back to back at Kevin's house, and it was fantastic. The first one ending and saying to be continued, that was like a mind-blowing. When that motherfucking car like flew off, I'm like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. There's more of this? Like, that is, and I, at that point, I thought every movie was like Do you know that. a little interesting b- piece of trivia on that one? Mm-mm. Theatrical cut. You're in the theater. It ends. There's no to be continued. Really? It was that it did so well, they tacked that on for the VHS and all that jazz. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. And they totally shit-canned the original uh, girlfriend and brought in Elizabeth Shue. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. shit-can her. She quit yeah, acting. She decided she didn't they also shit-can... Oh, I, I see what you're saying, but before they even released the film, then they already have a different Marty, too. And then, oh yeah, well the Marty yeah, 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 they shot like a good portion. That's of so it, incredible. Results. Yeah, to that's watch so that incredible. So it's so weird. It's yeah, a weird thing. It must have been so expensive. I don't why, think I've Kevin? Seen. Why would you cut to that shot? Stay in the wide. I hate uh, you. I think that the the two franchises are very similar when you look at Back to the Future and Ninja Turtles, the three movies that came out in the the nineties, in the sense that you know the first one is the best. Then the second one came out and it's the favorite. And then the third one came out and people like want to pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But the growing up watching those, I, I definitely had that feeling of Back to the Future 2, I would fucking fight to the death is better than one. Oh yeah. And Secret of the Ooze, I would fight to the death is better oh, than your first nuts. one. But oh, then it's like no. then when you do watch later, you're like, well, I'm wrong. The, I'm absolutely wrong. The sequence in TMNT two where they're fighting over the ooze vial in that like in that lobby is fucking awesome. I'll give them that. The opening? Yeah. Like, jump well, off I, the freeze and says yeah. Ninja Turtles? That shit was all. I was so excited Hell when yeah. that. But no, the first one's better. Would it surprise any of you uh, to know that just yesterday I listened to Go Ninja Go by Vanilla Ice? Good. No. No, it would not surprise me. I went on a weird, weird went to a weird place with journey it? yesterday on the way home. And I was like, I'm in a great mood. I'm going to listen to some Vanilla Ice. He's coming back. And at vengeance. one point, Vanilla Ice, in his seminal song, Ice Ice Baby, says, I'm going to grab my nine. I don't think that really happened. I don't think he ever did. I don't think he ever grabbed his nine. I don't think any shit went down that required him to grab a nine in any, unless it was a nine iron on the links. Sure. Do you think we can get Vanilla Ice in the show? I fucking guarantee we can get him on the show. Let's let's do it. I don't think we could, but he had a rap rock album in Mm -hmm. the late '90s. Yeah, the Too Cold that he remade, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, I named it Too Cold. uh, I may or may not have downloaded a few of those songs off of Napster back in the day. Mm -hmm. What blew my mind about Back to the Future, (laughs) the original. Growing up, yeah, it's because I was a dumb kid, of course. Is that I couldn't wrap my head around how they took these old actors and actresses and made them look young. Because when you you're a kid, you take everything at face value. So I'm watching it, and I'm watching the 1985 part with Michael J. Fox and Lorraine and George mm-hmm. and their old people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And then when they went back to the, back in time and they were young, I was like, how are they doing this? What are they up to? Never thought they were taking young actors and actresses, aging Make them up, them look old. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't want to be the Contrarian here, but I will. Uh, Back to the Future is a great movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from the, apart from the, uh, the, you know, the fact that it's literally impossible to go back in time uh, and would cause all sorts of problems. That aside, it's a movie we we can enjoy, it, right? You can go forward in time. You can't go back in time. Sure. The uh, the movie's creepy as hell and uh, like fucking really creepy. One of the creepiest mainstream plots in a movie I can ever, like I can possibly ever think of. Like, like, I can't get past that. But like, Colin, I'm going to be honest I, with you right now. If your mom was that hot, all right, I can't, I can't, no, I can't, I, I don't, it's so, it's too disgusting and unfathomable. I I wanna, is that him car. trying to fuck his mom? I would have stayed It's his mom car. trying to fuck him, which is different. The plot would have been real different if it was really weird. If, if Colin's mom wanted to have sex with me, 
All right. I, I probably would have done it. I'm sorry. What, what, if, what, if, that's what, not if Tim's, what if Tim's hot mom wanted to have sex? If any of your hot moms when I was like 16 but isn't and your, your mom hot was, mom? Yeah, it yeah, is. I'm 100%. Joking around. Yeah. Just okay. I'm joking around. So like that, that always really irked me about the story where I'm like, this is just... The doctor, like, so the time travel thing, I'm like, well, all right, that's, that's fine. The doctor's relationship with Marty is like, that's weird, but it's fine. The the the, the, the acting's all awesome. There's a great actors in this. Michael J. Fox is a fucking G, you know? Uh, he is a fucking G. And like, that movie is really a, a great movie, but the plot always really annoyed me. And I'm like, it's kind of similar to Ghostbusters in a way. And I hate that, like, shit on both of these movies because I know Greg loves them. I'm not shitting on them. I think they're both great movies where I'm like, I don't, I, I understand why people think they're great. I don't understand why people think they're like, you know, when I think of the 80s, I think of like The Breakfast Club. I think of sure. Caddyshack. I think of like all of these, you know, back to school and like all of these, like to me, it's more about, it's about two things, about real comedies. which Roddy those Dangerfield, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's about, oh, I love Roddy Dangerfield. It's about, it's about, the 80s is about two things to me with movies and, and maybe it's just the way I connected, I connected these movies. Maybe it's because I also, also have older siblings so I kind of adapted their taste in movies. Mm-hmm. It's like the Brat, the, the, the Brat Pack stuff is fucking the 80s to me. I love those movies. You know, all the way up to like St. Elmo's Fire and stuff like that. I think those movies are awesome, you know? And um, so that's one thing. And then like real, like, like stupid comedies, I oh, think yeah. are like, you know, part of that as well. And so I go, I go to that. And yeah, Ronnie Dangerfield, obviously a huge part of that. I never like go to these, um, and I, the movies I even love from the 80s, like Batman or something like that, I mean, it was 89. I love that movie, but I wouldn't put it in the, that top pantheon. I never really, I always had this jumbled kind of pantheon of 80s films because I have such an admiration for nostalgia from these movies. I, I watched them through a lens of like I was a very young kid and for some some of these movies not even born yet. Um, and I like that and I don't get nostalgic vibes off of these other, off of like Ghostbusters or Back, Back to the, the Future. Future. They're the fantastical. Same way. And so like, yeah, so like I don't, like to me the best 80s movies is, is um, maybe something like Dead Poet Society or uh, like, in, or, you know, Bre- Breakfast Club or something like that where I'm like, you know, so that's kind of more what resonates with me. So I'm not saying those movies are bad. I'm not saying those movies are anything less than great. You know, when, right. you're, when you're like, what's a great movie? Is Back to the Future a great movie? Of course it's a fucking great movie. But the plot bothered me and I don't really consider it in, in that in that particular way. But I think it, I do think a lot of that has to do with the way I look at 80s movies, you know, which is yeah. from a much more like very specific nostalgic lens. You know, so... Like I look at the Breakfast Club's like school scenario, like realistic scenario, is like way cooler and way more immersive. Well, to that's me a sign of the Times movie, right? When that was, I mean, it's a, a lot of people argue that it's timeless, and I would be that on, on the, in that camp as well. That's an evergreen movie, but predominantly it was about John Hughes making a commentary about what it was to be a teen in that era of the '80s. Very reflective. So there's a, there's a lot of nostalgia baked into that, right? Is that it was it was a sign of its time. Like it was that movie has been remade multiple times, but you have to have. You have to really rely heavily on the circumstances of, um, well, I guess not necessarily for Breakfast Club. I guess that is kind of evergreen. I take that back. Ferris Bueller is a little bit more, I guess, sign of the times. But for the Breakfast Club, I don't know. Like maybe you no, saw both those movies. I think are there because as a kid you can you can. Uh, but I take but, but drop I, in either of those. You can, but I, but I, I'm going to take back what I just said because I I do feel like I feel like if you watch Breakfast Club right now. And, and you took out Why aren't the they co- on their phones that's, you took out, that's a good point actually but if you, took, if you took out the costumes and say they weren't allowed to be on their phone that would be a, just a, just as relevant now everything they sure. say would be just as relevant now because sure. it was about angst and it was about, it was about clicks not sitting and this in and, how, yeah, exactly, and not exactly. feel, feeling accepted and things like that so um, for me Back to the Future holds a special place though because of the sheer creativity that went into that film and that's one of those things where there are very few films to this today and uh, that I watch and think 
I want more of that, mm. right? And that's probably a sign just that there's just so much out there that you're never really bored. But when I was a kid, it was like you'd see that and then there would be this long ocean of nothing in between, like, you know, a Back to the Future and another movie that was of that caliber. And so to me, like, I always... That's one of those where you, you watched it at the end and you're like, God, I just wish there was like one more minute of this, right? Or or, or we could watch another one. And then it's slow. You, you want to get to the Back to the Future 2 and then you're like, God damn it. My only other recourse now is Back to the Future 3, which we all can agree is not the best in the trilogy. Um, but I'm going to watch it anyway because, you know, it's more it's more of these characters that I love. Yeah. It's more of this time traveling gimmick. I mean, I think with the movies, I, something that I've always found uh, in the, the films that I put in the, the upper tier is that they follow rules really well. They set up rules to yeah. what their world is and they, they stick to it. And I think that, you know, Back to the Future kind of did that. It made us really think about time travel. It, like, it was definitely the thing that got me thinking about if we were to go back in time, how would that affect things? And like, yeah, that yeah. first time I had that conversation in my head, uh, it reminds me of Inception a lot, where it's like that movie gave us something to think about and think about the rules that that movie has to fit in. And it's like, we want more. Now, Inception, I think it's a good thing we don't get more. But with Back to the Future, I think that that movie ending and then, yeah, go, going to the future in the second one, going to the past in the third one, that all made sense because that it wasn't serious. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, it is still very comedic and like kind of... Uh, when you move to two and you change the, the tenor of the movie and you changed exactly... You you amped everything up in a way, right? Who the characters were, put, made them over the top. The same thing we talk about in negative, I think with like an Eric Matthews or a Homer Simpson that got dumber and dumber. Yeah. Doc got crazier and crazier and Marty got more and more and like lost in his whole chicken thing and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. But as you amp that up, you still keep the touchstones of the universe, right? Like when we did... I always talk about that. That's how, when I knew how great Lego Dimensions was, right? when they came through into the, the Twitch stream with us and they debuted the Back to the Future content and you kind of forget about like how much you know Hill Valley and stuff. So to be in the 85 Hill Valley and go to the future Hill Valley and go to the past Hill Valley and be in like these three scenarios where it's always based, like you're talking about like storytelling beats, mm -hmm. right? And how they drive stuff home like that. The clock tower being there and yeah. Doc being there and all these like, you know, the, the soda shop. Exactly. And the manure mm -hmm. and all these different like gags that are in a way lazy that it's always kind of the same movie, but also endearing in the same way of like this. Yeah. And Back to the Future, the original, right? They do that in such a condensed thing where, you know, you're talking about it being a nostalgia part to then this fantastical part of like that whole first part of that movie of Marty and Jennifer and she's going to babysit and she writes in the flyer like her number, the number for the place she'll be babysitting at you and I lo love you. And like that's that part where it's still grounded in reality where you understand like, oh, young love being in high school, that kind of thing. And then toss on the fantastical adventure. But then even that, that like that's where like, you know, the, like I feel like movies nowadays, right? I forget what it, we're talking what If it was Independence Day or if it was Suicide Squad, when I leaned over, I'm like, that's going to be important later on. They fucking dr they treat the audience like a bunch of idiots, right? And just pound them over the head with the information of like, this is what you'll need to save the world eventually. This is what it's going to be right, all about. Right, right. Whereas that is a movie, I feel like, where she writes it down and you, you crumple up the flyer and put it in your pocket and, and watching Back to the Future for the first time, not now with everything we know, you don't stop to think of like, oh, that lightning strike on the clock tower yeah. is going to be critical to this entire story. Yeah, it was a very, th those were very cleverly set up devices to help move that the, the story along, which was and very well done and, and, and very subtle. I mean, by the time they got to two, they, it was, it was, you could, you could tell that they were, they made a very conscious effort to be like, yo, we're going to, we're going to do these callbacks. It's going to be really, really fun because it is going to have that sort of, that sort of playful nature yeah. to it. Like we, we know this is a little bit more on the nose. We've already used the clock tower, but we've seen it now and let's use it in a different way. And I think they did that really well. Um, also uh, the second one had hoverboards, mm -hmm. of course, which was hoverboards when I was a kid, unless you got power. I was terrified of hoverboards because everyone wanted one. I didn't like physical exertion. And I thought to myself, if everyone gets a hoverboard, I'll have to get a hoverboard and then I'll have to do something. 
and I don't want to have to do anything. I understand. I rollerbladed for approximately two months. Threw them out after You could have just watched Jaws 3D and been fine. That's true. Just or Rocky 8, 8. What was it? Rocky uh, Whatever it was. 800. Well, that was so weird when the Cubs almost won the World Series. Yeah. And he, that, that's what happened in Back to the Future. And then that almost happened last year. Well, I mean, speaking of that, in, in Akira, in 2020, the Olympics are in Japan. And now that's actually happening. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Here's the big question for you, Tim. Yeah. I'm going to you mm-hmm. because you're a red-blooded male. You're wearing your bounty man shirt. Mm-hmm. You got the lumberjack beard. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, mm. you break up a, a, a you open a door. Your Narnia. Your next what? You already do that. The Narnia door. No. No. Nope. You open up a car door. Car door. You yeah. find who will be your future wife. Okay. Being sexually assaulted by someone. Oh God. You knock that guy the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. You think boss? Uh, you think thirty years later you're gonna let that guy? You're gonna want to be around that guy? Let him work on your car? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying there's point. some there are some very very pro- the big problems yeah with this film big problem but yeah. it's a movie and that but, but it's it like that's the thing is you're right it was a different time right. i understand too but it's also it, but not, like that's it's a funny joke let's not sure. let's not lament on the fact that doc uh was working for terrorists at the very beginning of the back film. then we didn't think they could do anything yeah i mean back then terrorists were just you <laughs> know gave him a bob it was just a buzzword yeah <laughs> the, the, uh, he fucking stole plutonium he was supposed to make them a bomb a nuclear right? bomb yeah he they hired him to make them a nuclear bomb and he just thought it was okay to be like i'm gonna use that for my weapons grade plutonium well that's the other thing too is like yeah, I love watching. I don't know how long last time you watched Back to the Future was, but I love it, like the Probably the Libyans, yeah, slam into like a photo booth, like those things that yeah. used to like develop photos. They're not dead. No, they're they coming are, back. <laughs> you jump into the future and leave them in the photo booth, and Marty comes back, and Doc opens the vest, and everything. Right. Like, yeah, and I'm like, Libyans are getting out of that booth any second now, pissed off with Where, their AKs yeah. still. And if not, they're probably going to try for you again. Now, I granted you've mastered time, space time travel at this point, but if you fuck up once, those Libyans are not going to forget. They're yeah. not going to forget. Oh, they, don't know, forget they don't forget. Libyan terrorists have only gotten stronger in the last 40 They're years. They're the worst. They're the worst. Colin. Yes. What's your topic? Showering. Specifically, two questions. Sure. How often? And then, what is your ritual? Now, I asked the how often because I, was, I, I stumbled across some weeks ago what I would term a disturbing topic on our Facebook group. Don't mm. fuck it. Kevin. Well, I didn't look at you. No, Tim did. Tim did. Tim oh. looked at Kevin. Uh, That's and, a no-no in this place. And uh, people were like, how often do you shower? And I, without even looking, I just wrote, I'm like, two times a day. Like, two times a day. Right? Like, yeah. Get all the bacteria. At least once a day, but often two times a day. Mm-hmm. Not always. Often. And then I was disturbed because in this, in this thing, there was a dis- really a strange amount of people saying, once every other day? And I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. Gross. Now, stinky. maybe not in 1850, maybe not even in 1930, whatever that been disgusting. Mm-hmm. But this is 2016. Yeah, 2016. Now, you know, teach his own. If you don't want to shower, you know, sometimes people just lounge around over the weekend. They don't shower from Friday night, or Friday to Sunday, pinky, or whatever. It's like fine. Yeah. that's fine. But like, like that, people were making arguments, being like. Because the argument was like, my child doesn't want to shower every day or bathe every day or something like. Who the fuck cares what your child wants? You're the parent. So like they're saying when you're younger, I guess you don't have to. And and I don't remember. I I feel like I bathed every day when I was a kid. But um, people were making an argument for adults. And I'm like, "Mm." if you get up on a Monday morning and shower, go Mm. to work, come home, go to work on Tuesday, come home and then shower on Wednesday. That's weird. I agree. And I want to see if you guys agree with that premise. I'm oh, sorry. But then I also want to see if it, what, what your particular rituals are, because shower rituals are a personal kind of thing. But I also feel like 
I don't know about you guys, but I do the same exact thing in the shower in mm-hmm. sequence. Me too. Every time I'm in it. Oh, every time. Yeah. So I'm curious. Wait, hold on. So, I so wanna, let me pitch this I, first I question. I the day you first. Yeah. Tim, how often are you showering? How often? Once a day, for sure. I would prefer twice a day, but I don't got time for that. You I were, used to do that. Why were you grinning and looking at Kevin? How often is he Because shower? So Kevin, Kev, this has been this an issue in me and bullshit. Kevin's life since the day I was When born. I was a little kid, sure. But now it's bullshit. I, I mean, no, I, now people hold him accountable. He would just not shower. Just straight up like, you know what? I like bad. Until someone force, forces me to shower, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, I fuck I love it. I love showers. That's the thing. It's, it's fun. It's great. It feels it's all so warm. good. It's amazing. Mm. But yeah, Kevin not Hands down from showering. And then it wasn't until Paula, God bless her heart, no. that no she like way. No, he's forced lying. him to be on some form of like That's routine. That's a lie. When did you when did you get on a is. when did you get on a schedule for showering? I, don't know. I mean Probably to be real, like I don't think he's school. on a schedule now. Like, I, 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 the amount of times that I've seen grown woman Paula talk to grown man Kevin and say you need to shower. She says is, that shit all the time. It's upsetting. To be fair, I am covered in sweat a lot of the time. That's why you should shower. What point are you making? Because sweat after a couple days. <laughs> Make stinky. No, no, but I shower every morning and it sucks. I hate, I still. <laughs> Why do you hate it? How do you hate showering? You oh, swim man. like a dolphin. You're like a dolphin. I gotta, in the water. Like, I gotta like get up. I gotta go into the shower. You don't I enjoy a fucking towel. You don't no. enjoy the hot no, 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 water no. just fucking yeah. running oh, over you. Yeah, it's I don't so have, weird. I don't shower in hot water. He doesn't do well with hot water. Oh my god. Or just why, wait, swims, why, does he he, why don't you do well with hot water? Hot tubs, he like gets all weird. It gets, it gets me really like. Like I start sweating. Oh, it overheats you. Don't get, turn yeah. up that hot. That, I mean, I, I no, do the same I, yeah, thing. I got to keep like, the water hot, but not hot. No, but you yeah. shower once a day. Yeah, I shower once a day every morning. And Nick, you shower once a day. Yeah, at least once a day. Yeah, because um, I can't. Not twice, I suffer from dry skin. No, I, feel like I gotta, I gotta would, give a, a, a real talk shout out though. Like I shower once a day. I used to shower twice a day, but like there will be days. Like shout out to those like days where I don't do shit. And holy crap, if I'm busy doing something, if I'm editing videos and stuff all night. I am not showering, and that's a problem when you've put this much hair product. Oof, in your head. Yeah, it's the thing about it is, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be too judgy, even though I am, is that you know, there there are days like that, right? But my day does not begin in a real way until I'm in a shower yeah, and I get out of the shower. Like, but other, so what I'm saying is that's a lost day. What's weird right? about like, that you day is gone is the fact that you'll shower at like 11:30 sometimes, mm. and then shower again in the morning. That's the one that'll get me. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, shower at night because I like because oh, sometimes that. I can't get into my bed if like all right. So I always shower in the morning. Always. And and then at night, if I feel like either I'm bored or I just feel like showering because it's fucking fun or I like was sweaty or I did something that day, yeah. then I'd shower again because I can't get into my bed knowing that there's some sort of filth on me. Sure, like you the know, Ryan like, Clements method. Exactly. It's just, it's just... I gave up on that a long it's time It's just ago. common sense. My bed's just nasty. So I'm cool with and that. My, thing, my mom, not even my mom, actually, she kind of left me alone. But uh, everyone else around me used to give me a lot of shit for how often and how long I shower. And everyone always makes like masturbation jokes. I have never touched myself in the shower. Well, That's you have, but you haven't there. touched yourself. I mean, I've never, I have never ejaculated in the sure. shower that's unless someone else was in there with me. Sure. You know? I mean, that's, that's I did a lot of exploration. As no, I, I've, I've never shower. been a shower masturbator either. Oh, I mean, I, I don't, I, that's not where I look to masturbate. But when you're a young man, Exploring his body for the first sure. time—that's one of the only times you can get. A, you feel like you get away with the exploratory nature of, uh, yeah. of what discovery. Does it all mean? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, when yeah. at each each and every. I mean, I think it's a rite of passage for most for most kids to uh, to understand 
the uh, the cause and effect of the shampoo master. Oh yeah, see, this is where it's like causality. I absolutely. felt like a lot for some of this was deja vu. This is just the 2016 shower conversation. Some of this has been talked about. We have talked. No, we've talked about masturbating in the shower and shampoo. I've talked about, about the more farty. Yeah, and I you when you said I have a thing I do being in the shower was the top. But then you of said I have a thing to do that I've heard the it. Before. Now granted, you and I spend twenty hours a day together. So this has been split into two topics. One was peeing in the shower, and one was Nick's um, hair okay. ritual. Okay, so, okay. So that's but so all right, don't get so me wrong. I think we're treading new ground. I have a whole new shower regimen I've been using lately. I, I'm all good about for talking. You. Yeah. I can't change my shower regimen. In fact, if I ever ch- if I do something out of order, I have to start again. Now, because that's just a little bit of a, my, my OCD at work. But what I do is I get in the shower and I brush my teeth. Yeah, I still think thing. that's weird. Well, I brush my teeth in the shower. I'm with you. I'm uh, not against it. I just it's an amazing. It never ever it's an amazing it never to me. You let the water soak over you and you just t- spend a few minutes and you brush your teeth in the shower. Mm-hmm. I love it. Are you I talking into a microphone or are you just Kevin, talking? Kevin, we already know you're against anything that has to do with a shower. Or hey, clean, is there soap and water involved? No, thank you. I'm Pigpen 2016. Like, do you have to just trick him into, Why, into, into, into the shower? Why spread yeah. all these fucking like, Kevin, you're going to get on this stick plane. With a little hot dog yeah, on yeah, it. Like, oh, like, get that. And then it closes in on him. And then, like, <laughs> <you guys>. so, <laughs> starts showering. Oh, so, I have, so brushes I have two brushes. different rituals. The, yeah. The, the primary shower is the morning shower. The evening shower is different. All right. So, the primary shower. Get in, brush your teeth, and then I take the, the, the shower, you know, poof. And I, I like using bar soap. Love bar soap. Mm-hmm. Love specifically uh, Dove Zest. for Men okay. or Irish Spring. Irish Spring. And they have the Irish Spring for Shout Men. Shout out now. to it's Amy Gills. Uh, oh, and I, you know, I get it all foamy, and then oh, I start with my shaking. neck. I avoid my face and my hair. Start with the neck, work my neck, way down, the, the body all the way Plus down. Yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I wash my hair. Yeah. And then I take the bar of soap again. And this time, I get spots that I feel like I didn't get adequately with uh, with the, with, with the. Well, we're gonna get to that. This thing because I because I have a thing that I've added on an addendum recently. Okay. Uh, that I was comfortable adding on to the process. I was gonna say you did change it. See, we uh, I clean like my, behind my ears, like my ears. I get a little finger in the belly button, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, and then I wash like my face, and then I wash all of that off. Now the addendum was. The secondary shower, if I feel like I didn't do that much, but I feel like I need the shower, I get in the shower, I brush my teeth, right? And then I just take a bar of soap and I just wash my armpits and my crotch and my ass and that's it. Mm. Because of the, what you said, which is the dryness the dry of doing it twice in a day. So you don't want to touch the face again. You don't want to maybe go on the arms and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But then I took that and then I added it to the primary shower after washing my face. I let everything brow- go off or whatever. And then I'm like... I'm not clean enough in these in these primary stink areas. This is the primary stinky pinky. So then I have to go back with the bar of soap, do all that, then I wash all that off, then I get the fuck out. Mm. Interesting. Okay? So mm. that is the process by which the shower mm. is taken once mm-hmm. a day, the beginning and the end. And that's why I feel like the secondary shower, even like the 1130 shower, sure. and, the, and the rare tertiary shower, by the way, which happens once a blue happen. moon. I feel like that doesn't really count in that regard because I'm basically just getting myself wet. Exactly. I got to get wet. Wet. And I got to just let it all kind of Mm-hmm. Sure, well, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So that's the process. So yeah, what I've, I mean, my thing has been standard for a while. Get in there, get wet, shampoo right away, conditioner twice a week. I used to do it every day. Fran Mirabella nearly had a heart attack when I told him that. He said, no, you do it You do it every other day, tops, Max. twice yeah. a week. And I'm like, well, I'll take your this hair. This is conditioner advice. or shampoo? Condition. Conditioner. Okay. Shampoo every day. Conditioner twice a week. Okay. Whenever you, when I feel like it. Let it, it, let it happen, right? Let it flow. Yeah. Then it's the bar soap. Dove unscented, mm. all over, all over, all over, all over, all over. Yeah. I'm gonna do this thing right. Put it down. Why unscented? 
I didn't like the scented ones for a while. I want and I, here, stick with me because we're about to get to a little bit of that. All right, down. Then the new thing I've added is the loof on a stick. Oh, now, yeah. I had the poof on the stick for a long time. Still have it in there. It's just chilling out, getting moldy, I'm sure. But now I got the fucking, hey, I stole a piece of coral reef and I shoved it on a stick and it's fucking ready to go. Because for some reason I started getting the back knee and I started getting a little, a little butt knee too. And I was like, that's not normal. And I've been using a different bar soap. So I moved the unscented to see if that was getting me. But I was still getting it, plus the bar soap. I know I'm missing key areas mm-hmm. and the loofah, the poof loofah wasn't working. Do you, put the, put, do you put the loofah in your ass sometimes? No. Oh. I'll get to the That's ass in a second. I'll get to the ass in a second. <laughs> then I take down the coral reef one here, right? I got this Neutrogena body clear stuff. Put it on there. You always rub it. You want it to get sudsy. It doesn't. The shit isn't here to fucking play around. It's here to kill the shit. Then I can do this and do this. Rub it. Then I take, I take it like this. I palm it from behind, obviously, the coral part, and I go on the cheeks. I go on the Scrub back of the cheeks, cheeks here, right there, yeah. right there. I feel you. I'll tell you what, cheeks are cleared up, perfect. Mm-hmm. Back's better. It's getting. There's still you know little ones. I'm not, but I no think it's just, perfect. No it's more. Perfect. About, it's more about the scraping. I think. You yeah. know what I mean? It feels yeah, good yeah, too. You be it feels really good you when you turn around. Who when it hits the water hits it? Then I put the loofah. Ba- I wash. I rinse the loofah. Put it back on there. Then back to the bar soap. Then you soap up the hand. Then you get in the acid. You get in there. You clean that yep. bad boy out. Wash that hand off. Then you clean the hand again. Feel you. Then I'm you out sniff there. it. Then you wash it. Off. No, no, no. Oh, I'm not okay. sniffing. You look at it. I'm Meanwhile, sorry, I I've got the that. shower speaker going. That one of the fans mm-hmm. from Kind of Funny told me to get. I got the iPad mm-hmm. kicking out my Spotify playlist. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. There's some. There's some Ghostbusters too on there. Dun, 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 dun. There's Ghostbusters one, but you understand. Yeah, Ooh. I understand. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I once a day, usually for me. Uh, sometimes two if I go do a physical activity that I feel like. Got me too sweaty. Because I'm with Colin also. I don't like to get in. I don't like that feeling of getting in clean sheets. And there's a, a slight friction that shouldn't be there. And you're like, that film, I'm that a little film. sticky. I need to get out of this. And no. go get this stickiness done. But I don't sweat that much. Um, unless I'm doing hard work like building a studio. What up? Uh, you're Mecca. <laughs> um, so normally one, one day, one, once for me in the morning is right. Now what I don't get are the people that shower at night. And then go a full 24 hours mm, after mm. that thinking it's okay. Because you sweat at night. You've already got you got eight hours of bacteria that's accumulating on your skin. right? Then you get up in the morning. Your hair's all fucked up. So you mm. got to put more stuff in it. And then you go to work. And I always notice that people, and maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. I think it's them. There's a, there's a funk to that. There's a smell. Mm. Of people you can tell didn't shower. Like if you, you go to the, them night showers. Well, you know what I mean. If you go to the gym in the morning, for instance, you can always spot the dudes that didn't shower before they go to the gym, and I hate that. I can't stand people that think it's acceptable to just get up and be like, "I'm gonna go work out anyway." So why don't I go to a yoga class right now? I Wait, no, that as an outsider to your gym world, that sounds like that would be totally fine. That's unacceptable because you've got all that sweat and nastiness on you from the night before, and then they're not you, that much nastiness. But then from when the you sleeping? go to sweat. All of that, all that stuff is amplified. Mm. And specifically in yoga classes, like if you go to a yoga class and you haven't showered that day, I, you should deserve to get thrown out because you will fucking reek by the end of it and everyone in a five-person radius of you will fucking hate you. Mm, yeah. That's just the way it goes. Mm. So when you wake up in the morning, shower. Get that ham smell off your skin so for, so Uncle Nick you doesn't have to smell. ham smell? Yeah, because like a lot of people, it just smells like ham. Uh, White people smell first, like ham. First it's off, ham is delicious. No, not when you're smelling it on a you're telling me you don't, want, you don't want some downward dog with a side of ham? You I don't want to stare into a man's asshole and smell ham is what I'm trying to say. All you know right. what I mean? It's All my, right. as an American living in, this, in the country that invented freedom, true, I, did that. 
I don't want. I, I, sh- I don't think I should have to be subjugated and and, and relegated. They're to trampling your rights. Ham on They're trampling your assholes. smell rights. That's just the way it goes. All of my um, friends do that. The the night shower. I hate it, and I've never understood it. And I've always you been smell like, them next I time. I felt like, like I was the outsider. I was wrong, weird. but I'm you like, smell no, a weird. I'm not because wrong. this is sweat the way to do it. Has a smell to it, and mm-hmm. if you sweat when you sleep. That cakes onto your skin and then it bakes. Absolutely, your, you're your body ba- you're, you're bakes it. You're getting ba- basted like you a smell ham. like a baked ham. It's disgusting. Honey, honey baked or just normal? Honey baked's fine. I hate honey baked ham. I like the it's ham the that's right there. Ham. I like the salt on it, like the salt cured ham. Mm. I don't need that honey shit. Like I'm a ham fan in general. general. Can but we I mean, make a ham? I get the smell. Um, jambon. Oh, oh, jambon, jamapel. Damn, son. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I same ritual I've always had. I just get in there. Um, I'm very particular about the temperature. Like I like it to be pretty damn hot. Like yeah. I, if I want it to be, so if you turn it just a little bit more, it's scolding. Yeah. So it's just like I need to be that that perfect yeah. level. Like if it's uh, that one spot on your ass. You're like ah. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful. Not let it like touch your balls uh, or your else balls. You got to ease into it. Yeah. Uh, I like that, and I like the the shower heads to be the ones that just kind of like destroy you. Yeah. Like I like that like you one stream scraping just off freaking the skin. Like, yeah, like just pounding against you. Please, How's Giffen, that again? please give yeah. it and send it to yeah. me. <laughs> That's all that I want is just no, pounding against me. Because uh, like I don't like it when it's just that light little trinkle. Like I feel like it's not getting anything done, and I feel like it's just kind of relocating my dirt. Now, That's why hotels, man. I'm uh, like, God, if they don't have the turning uh, thing, I'm fucking done. Now I agree with you that I hate the low flow shower heads, but I do love those rainfall shower heads. Like when you get into a nice hotel and they've got the thing over there, and it just gives you like all Only, the rain. It needs to be strong enough. That's my thing. If it's strong, enough. but my problem with that though is maybe I got some sensitive lips. It always makes my lips feel weird. Well, because when it, the water's the, getting on it, I'm just like, that's that is weird. I'm that not, is a very strange like thing you just said. <laughs> I don't like it at Sorry. all. Sorry. I gotta stop and uh, we gotta call attention to that. So wait, the powerful shower head you don't mind hitting your lips, no, but the race because it's, it's when it's that little trinkle. It tickles, it's, it's, it's like tickling the your lips. Tickling on my lips, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Okay, you're it alive. doesn't feel good. It, I, I mean, it's one of those things that's like, uh, it's really no, it's 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 just really, it makes me really, uh, it feels like I'm raw. Like the only way I can put it is like when you are just going way too hard in intercourse, yeah, and things are starting to feel real rough down there. Chap, chap, but on your lips, chaps are like a chafing. and it's a shower that's doing <sighs> it. Your to lips me. feel like a dry vagina. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. Pretty, no, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So it's it's not, but no, not even not even dry. It's just like overused. Right. Yeah. A tired a huge, vagina. Like a, like a huge like tired a used, vagina. Yeah. So it's pretty bad. <laughs> but then if I can get past that, if the you know temperature's right and the the like the strength of it is right then i'm ready to go and i will get in totally get wet get all the nasty shit out of my hair of which there's a lot then i will take the little like loofah thingy yeah actually first off i do a rinse down rinse out all oh, the okay, all okay. the problem areas just to like start start the process then i grab my my body wash i'm not a bar soap guy okay. at all bar soap kind of creeps me out because it's like it's just sitting there and then sure. there's just funk on it all the time sure. so the body wash i'll hit the little pump Put on my hands, put on the little loofah thing, yeah. loof up the armpits, loof up the the dick, yeah. loof up the little butthole area, mm-hmm. you know. Same loofah, just straight up on it. Well, but I mean, I'll loof the cheeks, right? Okay, okay, okay. I get in there with the hand. That's fine. Get just in there sure with the hand. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get in there with the hand. You got to scrape out the peanut butter. Yeah. You got to um, get that done. Damn. Uh, so after that process is going on, I will move on to uh, I'll, I'll, I'll then rinse again and clean, ending with the armpits because I feel like they're the cleanest bit of all that's going of on the dirty parts yeah so then i'll clean my ears out that's real important 
Uh, clear the face. What's the, what's cleaning your ears like? Uh, look like using the finger. No more finger. I'm a Q-tip guy. Game. I like to use the Q-tip. Like oh yeah, I do, I do that as well, but you, not in the shower. That's that's post shower. Yeah, why? Well, that's why I'm saying like my shower. I don't. I'm not doing much to my ears. Mm. Oh yeah, I gotta wash the. Gotta wash. Mm. I'm an ear washer. Well, yeah. behind the ear, sure. Gotta wash the ears. Then it, then you brush the teeth. Oh, I, I in skipped the shower. It. Before, I you you shampoo your hair before the loofing uh, um, before the ear cleaning. Yeah. So that's what, like, what really cleans it before I start touching my face. Or shampoo every three days condition. Um, but then yeah, brush, you brush your teeth. Yeah, 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 I was with you. It was VidCon 2012. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then I just let it all wash over me. And then I just stand there for as long as humanly possible yep. until it gets weird. Yeah, I love like, I love. I want to just be in I there have, until the hot water's gone or until someone's making me leave. I have an odd pre-shower thing that I do. Well, I'll start the shower while I'm still sitting on the john, having just done whatever business needed to be done. Uh, that day jerking it. sometimes it's number one sometimes it's number two sometimes it is jerking it um, but I like the sound of the shower it's very relaxing to me and I think it's because I was born in January and I feel like it was raining that day and when I came into the world I was like this is the world very relaxing whatever that sound is that 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 that, that, that water hitting the the window outside of where I was born must have just been you know instilled in me um, but I like that. I find it soothing. Actually, the real reason is because when I was a kid, I used to fucking hate getting up for school. And so my brother and I, I don't think my brother liked getting up very much either. But he always had to get up first because he was the oldest one. And so I would wait to the very last minute. And my mom would either yell at him or me to get in. And honestly, it was if he got in first, I would hear the water going. And I would know that I could sleep for another like 15 minutes because my brother took fairly long showers. Um, now that came, of course, at a, at a price because then I also like taking really long showers. I like to just stand there and do nothing and just not happen. be able to answer an email. But then my mom would yell at me and be like, "Get out of the shower! Stop playing with yourself! Stop playing with little Nikki and get out of the shower." You didn't have email when you were hanging out with your mom. What when I was fifteen? Yeah, totally email. It was, no, was nineteen ninety five. It was AOL dot com. You had you had to answer. I, had, <laughs> I didn't have any fucking email. Any email? I still don't answer email. <laughs> no, we're well aware being your business partners. Final topic is mine. <gasps> and it comes from patreon.com slash kind of funny where Aziz gave us money to get his topic read. And he says, when is it okay to let go of friends or bad breakups mm. between friends? So when is it okay to let go of a bad friend? I think is basically what he's saying. When's it okay to end a friendship? How do you know when it's time to end a friendship? This is a, a very dark question. It is. You know, cause things can get pretty, pretty happens to all of us real now. with it. Yeah. I, I think in my experience, you got to really give, you don't have to, but I think that you should give your best shot more than three strikes. Like, I think it's like, you really got to just keep trying. And if they're your friend, if they're that close to you, they're there for a reason and they've deserved that for whatever it is, even if they were just family and given to you like that. But you need to keep trying to fix the, the issue at hand. One day there will be a breaking point and you will clearly know that they're past the point of being helped. They don't want to be helped. And it is only going to make things worse for you, the people you love and them. Sure. That is the point where you can kind of give up on them and let them go. I still don't think you should push them away. It's sure. more about just letting them. Go. And that's the thing is like let letting everybody letting the drift apart happen, right? Where you're not trying to rein somebody in and saying, "Wait, something." No, no, no. We we used to be closer, and we should fix this, or you yeah. know, just being like, 
this isn't working out or whatever. We're not on the same page. Cause that happened to me in high school with a bunch of kids, right? Where we were, we had the same interests, the same, we were all into the same stuff. Right. And then, yeah, we hit a point and this happened in, like, uh, in junior high, I guess too, with my original core group of friends where they were like this and then they got super into music and I didn't. It's so, like for a while tried to make it work. And I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just go find other people. Not in a bad way. Not in a fuck you. This is over kind of way. And the same thing with the high school friends where we were going, going, going. And then we were on different tracks, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, they were getting interested in different things. Some of them to bad things or you know smoking or drugs or whatever that I didn't want any part of cool stuff the cool stuff they they were the cool kids I was the guy in the undertaker tie Uh, but yeah everybody just separate I wore wrestling ties to high school and Superman ties because that was the thing when you go to an oppressive Catholic school and they give you no way to express yourself in high school the only thing you can wear to express yourself is ties you would be like Greg Miller and wear whatever you want I don't know Macklemore ties or some shit I wore a Superman tie or a wrestling tie every every day of high school didn't get laid that much, believe it or not. No, 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 yeah. But, we, you know, people separate, and that's the thing. And, like, there are times with, like, your other friends where, like, you know, for us, uh, leaving IGN, right, and, like, leaving that where we were baked into people, and I remember being like, well, this is a family, and da 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 And it wouldn't be the same way, like, when other people left IGN and we never saw them again. No, my left IGN and never see most of those people ever again because we weren't friends the way I thought we were friends when I was there or just lazily thought we were. Not that I, you know, was hung up on it or whatever, but that we leave and you grow apart and everybody has different interests, and it's not yeah. it's easy to get together and go do things with them. Yeah, it's, it's really heartbreaking to think about. Like, I, I often, you know, right now uh, I'm at a, an age where a lot of my friends are getting engaged in the conversation of um, bridal parties and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude parties, whatever they're called, groomsmen. Dude groomsmen. parties. Dude parties. Dude parties, parties what they call them. Um, that's, like, surrounding me. Like, everywhere I go, this conversation's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this same conversation dates back forever, whether it's your MySpace top eight or your yeah, yeah. You're this or your that. Who's it's your like, best friend? Who's the inner circle? Who's your top ten? Who's your this? Who's your that? And whether or not it's ranked, just who are the people that are in that? And it's kind of a lot to think about um, – Conversations I had with Curran when I was 16, talking about the 10 people closest to me. Then, who's going to be in your your groom dude party, dude party when you get married? And it's like I know I can name every single person I named, and they're not all here anymore. Sure, most of them are. Like most of them are so ride or die, and I'm lucky enough that like the way that I've lived, like my core group is my core Colonel, group. Colonel James, Curran James, Kevin. Kevin, all this stuff. It's like we are we are who we are. But there are a couple of those people that for whatever reason, like just mm-hmm. got ejected out of the group like they just are so far and to look at them now it's like i can't believe i can't even imagine being invited to the wedding sure you know sure, sure, sure. yeah and uh it's just that it hurts to think about but at the same time it's like that's kind of life it's just and growth you just, you just right there it's personal growth i don't the people that i grew apart from i don't miss and i don't miss period but it's also like i don't have ill will towards them it's yeah. just how it goes but i think it's uh, even more difficult for me now where it's like i think recently there's been a couple situations where people that i'm really close to we just Things happen and it's just instantly like, all right, well, you are just gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like friend, f- your friends are the people that you actually get to pick, right? And that and that's a very important thing uh, in answering, for me, especially in answering this topic, is that you don't have to be friends with people. You don't have to. And and largely, I think a lot of friendships are, are, are circumstantial, right? Like you're friends with, I was friends with a lot of people in college that I don't really talk to that much anymore because we were in those, we were in that moment in life together, having those shared experiences together. And then I moved away and they still live in Orange County or in Southern California. And I came up here and I had I have a whole different life now. And when we talk or when I when I'm able to catch up with these people, yeah, there are some old times we can talk about. And, yeah, we're still, you know, human beings of roughly the same age. We're sharing some of those experiences, but it's difficult, more difficult to connect than it is to connect with you guys who share literally almost every waking second of my time with me. 
Um, but I've let a lot of people go and you just have to because you have to at, at a certain point kind of say, is this worth the energy anymore to keep this kind of friendship up? Uh, a perfect example of that is, you know, I used to be really a lot, a lot closer, I think, with a lot more people at IGN when I smoked. Because mm. you would go out and and smoke together, and you started to get to know people because of that. And you're like, oh, I've never really had a really a need to talk to you because you work in like engineering or sales or something like that. Um, let's be friends. We're gonna smoke. We'll bum cigarettes off each other. It'll be fun. We'll have this this shared experience. And then once a I moved away and b stopped smoking, like I don't really need or have that 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 need to interact with these people anymore. And it's not like a nefarious like I'm cutting these people out of my life, but it's just like a sure. we don't relate anymore on that level. So either we're going to really try hard to relate on a different level or we're just going to call this what it was. You were my smoking buddy. And now, you know, we'll see each other at parties and that'll be fine. But I'm not going to go out of my way to call you. I like yeah. how you put it as, A, we moved away and B, I stopped smoking. Because I would love it if we moved away and you hadn't stopped smoking. And they're just like, you know what, guys? I'm going to check out for like an hour and a half. <laughs> go smoke with Jim from IGN Engineering. Well, no, but like yeah. we still we still go to part, like Comic-Con parties. Sure, sure, like that, sure. Right? Where like I, I, I used to smoke and so I would go out and you would see the smokers. And so I would be a lot closer with those people than I than I am now because when we go to those parties, I'm like, of oh, course. I'm just going to see the kind of, you know, corporate group people that are just standing by the bar all the time because that's what I still like to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when, for Aziz, when's it okay? I think it's okay when, when you it feel it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think you, you know, you'll know when it's okay to give up on someone or give up on a friendship, which sounds terrible. Yeah. And for you, it sounds like is terrible for yeah, certain, it, certain in instances it definitely is and I, I think that the most important part in this it, we're, we're kind of just talking about the friendship part not the breakup part but I think it's the well, same breakups thing. between friends I don't really I, I, is he still talking about friends or are you talking about breakups and then you try to be friends I don't know, oh, what I don't know. either way I clear. think the, the advice stands where for me the only thing that I I have learned that I can commit to and I believe in wholeheartedly and I feel like the older I get the more I believe in it is to just be you as much as humanly mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. and the people that are around you are going to support that or push that away. And that's on you and them to figure out. But trying to make things work is the, is the worst. Just be the best you, you can be and be the person that you want to be Mm -hmm. because in the people that you surround yourself with are the homies. Like they are the homies. And if for some reason they need to leave, they need to leave. You know, you can't live your life trying to please everybody. You need to please as many people are as necessary and like that's that number changes for every single person yeah again i think and that's very very important like again when it's your family there's a difference there in my opinion right your family is always your family you're kind of stuck with them forever you kind of deal with them for better or for worse but your friends there's there's a threshold right and i'm not talking about if you have a friend that's in need it's like in crisis and you're like i don't want to be there for them that that just makes you a bad friend but your friends are supposed to be the people that enrich your life and your friends are supposed to be the people that that make you want to be a better person and and that you you're literally choosing to surround yourself with. And so if you're not getting anything out of those relationships anymore, there's no shame in just saying like this is not this is not I'm not getting anything out of this. And this is a, this is a relationship that I'm choosing to be in. I'm not forced to be in. So fuck it. Fuck it indeed. Calling any pearls of wisdom? Not really. I mean, I I I've been thinking and like I don't think that I've I've had ever had a bad friend breakup before. The one thing that I'll say is that uh, I've had a more transient life than I think a lot of people have, and um, when I was younger, and so Just doing heroin under the bridge. <clears throat> that's exactly right. But I, I, you know, I grew up, I, I grew up on Long Island, and then I moved to Maine for a little while, and I had three years there, and I had two years in New Hampshire, and then I had four more years on Long Island, then I had five years in Boston, then I had almost ten years here, and in all those places, I have people that I really love and appreciate, and and uh, even going back to my childhood, uh, a few weeks ago, this guy Lewis that I used to play hockey with in Maine when I was in like the mid '90s just friended me on Facebook and. 
never see him again. But it's cool to know that he's like banging around still and like sure. doing his thing. And like my, still playing hockey. But he's not. A, he's not a friend though. He's an <laughs> no, acquaintance. No, but he was my buddy. Ago. Like he was my buddy, man. Sure. Like he and I were like really close for those three years. Yeah. And then, and 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 then I left. You know, and I never saw him again. And like that's the way. It goes, my friend Steven, um, that when I was in private school in New Hampshire, was like my buddy. Like he was so, I was so close to him and we email back and forth, but I'll never see him again. You know, like and I've accepted, I, I look at him on Facebook, he's married, he's got kids, he's mm-hmm. doing his thing. And I'm like, I remember playing basketball with him. I remember like his dad like loved cars and they had like push button transmissions in those cars. And I remember like learning how to use them and stuff like that with like, and I had memories with, with those people. And, and um, the one thing that I've always regretted and I think that like is deep seated in me is that like, I've never felt fully accepted at anywhere I've been because I've mm. always had to leave. So yeah. um, I've always been eager to be accepted somewhere because, you know, I have my friends on Long Island and I have my friends from Boston and I have my friends here. Um, but I always feel like kind of on the outside of all those groups because like, um, my friend Doug's a good example. Um, and, and he's from Maine, and we went to college together. And uh, I was in his wedding party, and we're 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 good, we're close friends. And I just kind of was in his group for a few years, and then just left. That group still exists, mm-hmm. right? And I hear from them very so often, and you know, I see them when I'm out there, or whatever, sometimes. But they still exist without me, you know. Life and then, goes and on then, for yeah, them. and then on Long Island, it's like my my friend Mike, you know, my, my best Mike friend Pope? from childhood, Mike Pope. I was in his wedding just a little while ago, and him and Corey and a few of the guys we grew up with, like they're still a group. You know, like I'm just not there and I reinsert myself and we have a good time and then I leave and they're still a group, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the same way with Ramon and, and Chris Godfrey and all these guys that I really grew up, you know, in college with that I really love and adore. I talk to them on Instagram or I talk to them on Facebook, but they're still a group, you know, and like I left. And so I've always had a kind of a profound sadness about that. I've never had a uh, like a breakup with a friend per se. I've just like kind of had to leave. And that kind of sucks in a way, like where I'm like, I really love, the, I really like love all of these people. It's just that, for different reasons. It's just that I, um, you know, like, but have I ever had this thing where I'm like, we're not friends anymore, and that person was like really a friend of mine. I've never had that. Like, I really never had that. There are people where I'm just like, a good example is my friend Eric, uh, who was a, another good friend of mine growing up on Long Island. Uh, we would play D and D together, and we would play with GI Joes and go swimming and do all this kind of stuff. We were always together, biking around and for years. And uh, I hadn't seen him. Um, since high school, we went, we went all the way through high school together. We kind of grew apart in high school. We we talk and stuff, but he was kind of doing his thing. I was doing my thing, and uh, I was painting a house in 2005 on Long Island. I worked when I worked for Post Morrow, and he like happened to live near the house, so he came over and we were talking. And I had not seen him again or talked to him since then. And then he reached out to me like late last year or whatever. And was like, I'm in San Francisco for business. Do you want to go get dinner? And we just got dinner and we like yucked it up and had and fucking were hysterically laughing and took pictures and and all that kind of stuff. And then. We went our separate ways and I may never see him, you know, like, and it was good to reconnect with him. I was looking at his Facebook recently, got married and all that kind of stuff, see his parents. And I'm like, who I love. And I'm like, it's kind of like, in a way, like social media kind of reminds me of how like sad I am of like losing some of these people that like, you know, if someone to the point of like wedding parties, or whatever, someone was like, all right, you and Eric, like you're 12 or 14. It's like, couldn't imagine your life without that person. And then mm-hmm. you're 31. You're like, I haven't seen that. I've seen that person once in 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's just the way things go but I think what the important thing is for the people outside of San Francisco because I'm, I'm here and so I, I'm able to keep my connections here although tenuously sometimes there are people that I can't believe I don't talk to anywhere I don't talk to Mark Ryan anymore you know like I don't talk like these people that I like love um, is that I try to keep a touchstone in like every one of those places 
You know, like Mike Pope, like I'll always be boys with Ramon. I'll always be boys sure. and all that kind of stuff. And that's the best I can do to maintain. Yeah, I don't think that's you know, a rare to you, though. That's the same way, right? Where you know, I don't pose my best friend, right? But I don't talk to he's the high school Chicago, you know, or I guess grade school, too. Like my lifelong Chicago friend, I, you know, get to touch base with him at once every six months. We're not on a phone call basis. And the same thing with Hayes in Mizzou at Mizzou or, you know, in Missouri, I should say, or whatever. He's the college person. Like there's these very three distinct groups of friends in my life. But it's what you always, you know, talk about. Where uh, the first time I ever met Ramon, that the fact that we immediately gelled, right? And that's the same thing. And when Poe used to come down to visit me at Mizzou, he gels with everybody. And when those people come out here, they gel with everybody here. Like you have that same close knit circuit, even though it doesn't feel that way. You still yeah. have these groups. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a melancholy kind of feeling. Sometimes you have like mm-hmm. a melancholy, like, melancholy kind of, kind of feeling. Yeah, I've always kind of regretted having a more transient childhood based on circumstances because it's sure. like I really wish that I. Um, I really wish that I had that like full 13 year kindergarten to Mm -hmm. 12th grade experience with like one group of people, but I just didn't. The only only saving grace was that I got to end with the the people I started with. That was like basically it. I I mean, I had that to a degree, like from from like fourth grade on all the way through high school, I had people that I, I mean, I was in the same town. It's just, we used to, you know, drift apart even in high school. Like the people that I think out of, out of anyone I went from fourth grade in fifth grade and sixth grade too, I think one person managed to make it to high school with me that I was even like on friendly terms with. Mm-mm. Yeah, you think I was kindergarten through high school yeah. with the group, and I have more. I have more. I don't get me wrong. I like my group of friends at Mizzou, my group of friends back in Illinois. Right, like in Illinois, there's like three people I k- keep in touch with. Right. In Mizzou, there's there's also a small select group, but it's mm-hmm. the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where. By the, by the time you get out of there, you figure out who you like enough to hang out with, like yeah. for real, and who is your friend, and who is your acquaintance, and who is a you know just some person. Yeah, San Francisco public schools were set up in such a way that if you didn't get into the high school I went to, Lowell, which was like the only like academic based uh, thing, everything else was just like a lottery of where yeah. you lived. Uh, if you didn't get in there, which me and a lot of my close friends did, like you were just put in a whole bunch of random schools and yeah. uh, I went to a totally different elementary school than anyone else I knew. So everyone got split pretty much instantly, but SF's so small that like it didn't hold us back. We just went to each other's dances. You know what I mean? It's right. like, oh, let's do winter ball at Galileo. Let's yeah, do so prom at this place. Let's I didn't know do. anyone at other high schools. There was, there was a fierce rivalry between all the high schools in Riverside because you just didn't. Interact. That's how it works. That your clicks. Not right, I remember dog. it was back. You went to Polly. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, Polly students. No, that was the same way with us, where it was like we were so, so in our own world that I remember what a big deal it was when a couple of the guys from our group of friends started dating girls from Wheaton North. And I was like, what? There's a whole other group of girls. What there? are you talking just, about? Was, How are I you mean, doing that, that was just like dating. A, it was like it would be like a Martian. It, it was it was not acceptable. Yeah. There was every once in a while a girl would date some dude in college, and you were like, oh Ew. my god, why are you dating that and old man? Like, He's super jealous man? that he got to have sex with her, but. Um, yeah, no, to the thought of like being outside of that, that was just, that, that was my, my feeble high school brain could not comprehend that. Of course. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where we post each and every episode early if you toss us a few bucks. Plus, there's exclusive goodies, perks, and a whole bunch of cool shit. If you have no bucks to toss, no big deal, head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we post the entire show topic by topic, day by day, the following week until it all goes up is one big video in MP3. Until next time, will Nick be in a Heather Gray shirt? Conversational. Probably. Have a conversational day. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Greetings and salutations. Salutations. I love you. Love and sex stuff. This first ever episode of 100. Kevin really doesn't shower. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash what is this shirt? It isn't gray. It isn't black. It isn't one of ours. Looks good. Yeah, there, was a, there was a point where I, this morning where I broke. I'm like, I Sorry, Check. Oh, but you're ready for everything, remember? When you said you're, you're ready, ready, Kevin, you're you want to poop again? Remember when you're like, oh, are we not doing the show? We're going to poop. Oh, but no, this, this room wasn't 100% functioning, right? Why is your mic so high? <laughs> Kevin, or Colin was using it. A real person was using it. <laughs> not an Oompa Loompa over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go.